Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious three-day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket. On this weekend that I've, I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything, but when we conceived of building this place, our home down here it's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. Besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome to Mother. No, it's Mother. Welcome to Mother, the show where we can explore our inner mothers to actualize our greatest selves through interviews with incredible guests, live coaching sessions, and my own experiences. We're going to dive deep into embracing feminine values and reparenting ourselves. So be prepared to show up, hold space, and be mothered in a way you never have before, but have always needed. It's time we rewrite the Mud Her Code. Hi, and welcome to episode 23, season two of the Rewrite the Mother Code Mother podcast. I am sobered to be with you today. I usually say excited, but the topic today is, is sobering. It's upsetting. Pre-warning on that. And it's important. Um, not a subject I'm happy to talk about, but unfortunately one that I think needs to be talked about. And the Women's History Month or the Women's International Women's Day campaign this month is Choose to Challenge. And this is one of those times that I'm choosing this topic to talk about today because I think it's important to challenge it and it's challenging to me, challenging to talk about. The topic is violence against women. Three recent events have highlighted this obviously incredibly long-standing issue, and just to name them, the murder of the 33-year-old UK woman by an off-duty police officer abducted while walking home from her boyfriends, the tragic, violent, horrific shooting at the Atlanta spa, the Asian women, um, there were others, but uh, particularly, yes, an Asian hate crime, but also a crime against women, as one of his stated upsets was that uh, these women tempted him. So that's number two. Number three, I just read about today that in Turkey, a country where 
femicide, murdering of women and children, has tripled in the past 10 years, and where estimates show 77 women have been reported killed so far this year. It's probably higher than that because that's the reported amount. The president of Turkey took the country off the list of a European treaty that was signed in 2011 that called governments like 34 or 37 um, European countries a treaty to end violence against women. He decided that he was going to pull them out of that. He unsigned the treaty, done from the premise, uh, believed to be the premise, that this treaty undermines traditional roles, uh, traditional family roles. How could that be? Number one, uh, well, it turns out that it challenges those roles because it encourages divorce. Hmm, might it not be okay to divorce someone who is physically and or sexually abusing you? I think so. So, these are just three events that happen to have, you know, that are in focus now. This is happening all the time. This is, you know, worldwide and an issue, right? So the lens I want to speak into it, and believe me, I'm speaking into this not as an expert. I'm speaking into this, you know, from my own experience, trying to, you know, look from my vantage point at possibilities of ways to be with this, understanding that the impact of intersectionality in this topic is even more far reaching. So I'm not claiming to discuss this from any other vantage point and and even more vantage points that are affected by this even more so. But I think no matter, you know, who we are, the population, the if we look at it from a, a woman's standpoint in general, and we look at from equality. We're going to look at this topic and I want to look at it through the lens of rewriting the mother code structure, which is where we look at, you know, in the mothering continuum and choices and uh, ways of being in that atmosphere. We look at what are cultural myths, beliefs, the history, you know, of of mothering here, we're going to look at it around in the area of violence against women, our childhoods, what were we, you know, what were we raised with, what was ingrained in us? And then how do we look at this from a higher vision, uh, what the impact on the world and the impact we can have in changing, you know, something so devastating and far reaching. So if you look at it through these lenses and, you know, I, what I'm hoping to is to have us just as I do with rewrite the mother code, just, you know, open up space to think critically, to think for ourselves, to realize where are we programmed, where, you know, what's kind of happening in our wiring in our system. And then what are some things that we can do with that? You know, once we have those awarenesses and what are some choices, what are some ways of being that we have? So when we look at culturally, right? So coming from, you know, my perspective, you know, raised in a, in a middle-class white woman atmosphere, myself and others were, you know, taught it was just the norm that you learned how to protect yourself and that walking alone is dangerous. Being out at night is dangerous. And it, it wasn't taught to like be upset or question this. It was more, you know, this is just what you do. You know, you, this is how the world is, right? So there's kind of immediately a, a mythology there that there's an acceptance. There's an automatic acceptance that, you know, and it could be anything from, well, that's how men are or just how the world is. And, you know, what are some of those terms that we just throw out so flippantly that, are then ingrained and then I haven't even thought to act on them or think that they're that there's something really wrong you know like more recently seeing seeing things like oh 
you know, lists of the things women think about when they leave their home and it's dark out and it's this huge long list. And what do men think about, you know, when they leave or they're going into a parking garage and it's not that list and it's either has nothing on it or maybe one or two things. And, you know, that has us look at in our culture, another aspect of inequality between men and women, right? That's just, that's not equal standing. It's not, we're not safe in our world, in our country on an equal level. So looking at that from this cultural perspective and, you know, beginning to just challenge things that, because I, I think growing up, I thought, oh, you know, I was smart to <laughs> learn to protect myself. And and then when I had daughters, you know, spent, you know, a, a, a definitely a chunk of time doing self-defense classes. And, you know, from a Israeli trained, uh, I, I forget his title, but it was like really significant, you know, guy who on, on when he's when he's not, you know, called to service is helping women um, keep themselves safe. And the fact that I have to, you know, do that with my daughters, like it's just heartbreaking and so not okay. If I had had sons, would I have thought to give them self-defense classes? No, I, I, you know, but it sure would have been okay to like, you know, do, do physical activities like karate or taekwondo, but it wouldn't be so that they can protect themselves no, I'm not saying that there aren't, you know, young boys or, or men that young men that need to protect themselves from bullies and that that doesn't happen. But it's not an across the board. Hey, you're a woman. This is just, you know, part of your education to do that. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self Mothering Retreat that's happening this March 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather, if that's the space that you're in, and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women. And coming to really take time for yourself. Okay, and that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go? It's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest, you know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up, but now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings and 
if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. So when we look at it from that cultural perspective and the, you know, the historical cultural perspectives of how, you know, women are no better than animals. Women, of course, it's okay to treat them. They're the lesser sex. They don't really have brains. They don't really think. And it, you know, it's, this is how you keep them in line. And they're more like chattel or property that it's okay to inflict this level of, you know, there's, there's laws against violence against women that are still, that, that it's okay. And, you know, there isn't persecution that still haven't in some states been ratified. So there's areas in our culture that is this aspect. And then historically, when we look at the longstanding. So to be aware, you know, what we're up against and how important it is and how we've been silenced that it's okay to not speak out and not just not okay, it's not safe. So you're not safe and then you're not safe to speak out because of all the ramifications with that. So, you know, that we've obviously seen some shifts in um, the Me Too movement, uh, so beautiful, you know, and things like that, making it a safer space to speak out and not follow those old uh, cultural paradigms. And then, you know, it's similar, but probably a little bit different um, in our childhoods. You know, what was ingrained in us, um, wired in, how did we see our fathers treat our mothers? You know, where was, was there respect? Was there not? Was there violence? You know, when we see that, was there violence against us? When we see or experience that, even though, you know, a huge part of us knows it's not okay, we're in development. We're getting wired, you know, as Freud said, it's fired together, wires together. So on the one hand, I may be getting love and certainly, you know, some protection with a home and roof over my head. But if there's any level of violence in the home, that's somehow wired with love. So this wiring is, is so, you know, this is very personal to every woman, but you know, for us to look at this so that when we, you know, we want to look at these two perspectives in particular, because, you know, when I read, you know, these three more recent happenings, you know, what did I feel? What did I feel as I just read about them? Am I numbing myself to the feelings in any moment? And that's what we want to start looking at is when we allow these triggers to come to our, um, from our unconscious to our conscious, then that is part of doing something about this. Sometimes we think we have to jump to kind of a more external doing right away. That can be beautiful, but just like we talk about in rewriting the mother code, we may think like, you know, there's something this have a baby or, you know, do this, this act around mothering um, before we've done some deeper work and critical thinking and, and feeling around it. So what does violence against women mean to me in my in my culture, in my life, and really allow myself to start feeling around it, I'm not numbing myself to both any past incidents, do my own healing, my own work, my own emotional releases, and take on that very beautiful journey. And I like to hold if when I'm working on those aspects that I'm healing generations, that the work I'm doing is healing this past violence for generations. So then I can also then be fully a woman and that womanly aspect that feels the pain of other women you know, that feels the pain of those um, that can't protect themselves. 
and allows that pain not to overwhelm us or just or you know take on everyone's pain but we we have the capacity to feel the pain of the world and the pain that women feel and you know take on our share and maybe some more you know and allow ourselves to feel some of that pain as well and really you know feel that that's going to create and clear a space for potentially right action. But just those acts, those are going to have ripple effects. Those saying yes and acknowledging to myself, if I have had violence against me, that I take every step for my healing. If I see it around me that I, that I feel and you know feel the sisterhood of that. And when we do that, then we can feel connected. We can feel like we are supporting each other. We may make then, you know, physical support organizations, um, places that are directly, you know, we may be ad- advocacy in government, you know, any and all of those, but really so important that we turn it inside on ourselves and take responsibility for our feelings around it. Then in that way, you know, we as women collectively and men, you know, joining in that from that feminine perspective, that's when we can expand. You know, that's the, the cosmic aspect of this where us joined in that force can make world change, can make global change. You know, we can mother other women and the world in this way, you know, one woman at a time with ourselves and then, then expanding it out to others, to other women, to other aspects in our lives. I think, and I get very moved and touched by that vision. You know, that, that is something I can do now. You know, that isn't something I have to wait or wonder how I can help or, you know, just want to numb the pain. But that's a way, you know, we can spur ourselves into action and take care of ourselves every day. And I would love, you know, for us all to, when we read or hear or see anything, you know, along these lines to follow that structure that I just talked about. And it could be in the form of a meditation. It could be coaching. It could be noticing that, you know, how much I want to numb it might be a sign that there's more going on in there and I get coaching or therapy around it. You know, all of these are a way to take action. And I think a really beautiful way. And, you know, in the spirit of International Women's Day and and Women's History Month, you know, choose to challenge, challenge the status quo. We can do this together and in this way. So I hope you can, you know, you're taking with you a, a, a model or a way to be with, you know, this horrific imbalance and it it shows itself so blatantly and so horribly, you know, in our world, but we can do things. And this is a way for us to do that. And I'm with you. Um, I'm, I'm happy to support anyone that as you hear this or read this, something comes up for you, please, you know, know that I'm here for you. you can reach out to me as, you know, just to talk and discover for yourself. Yeah. So just going to take a nice big deep breath myself. I encourage and invite you to do the same, you know, breathe this in, allow, you know, any feelings that are there for you right now to be with. And as we close for today, I feel very blessed and grateful, you know, for this opportunity to share, speak into this from this perspective and hopefully give us all a way um, to grapple with uh, s- such big topics, you know, and I'm sobered and hopeful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for choosing yourself and taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to Mother. Wait, no, subscribe to Mother. It helps 
other people who need this message, aka all women, well, actually everybody, men included. I'm honored to have you on this journey in mothering yourself. Remember, change is uncomfortable, but it's beautiful and it starts with us. And if you can't wait until next week's episode, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Gertrude Lyons or at my website, drgertrudelyons.com. I'll see you next time.